0: Welcome to Grow Opportunity the podcast featuring conversations with Canadian cannabis industry experts. This podcast addresses numerous facets of the commercial cannabis marketplace from plant health and cultivation to testing extraction and distribution. Visit growopportunity.ca to subscribe to our print and digital media platform. This episode is brought to you by Anton Parr. Great people, great instruments. CBD products and samples can impact consumer health and safety, so there's zero room for production error. Precise measurements must comply with strict government regulations, and you need a partner who understands the industry's specific safety and compliance standards. Anton Parr's comprehensive portfolio of measuring instruments ensures safety and, more importantly, consistency. We have a wide range of solutions covering your production and testing process. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is Grow Opportunity, the podcast. I'm your host, Haley Nagasaki. I want to introduce Nick Sosiak. So Nick is the CFO of Canera Biotech based in Quebec. And yeah, so welcome. How are you doing today, Nick?
1: Hi, Haley, I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm wonderful. It is the first day of spring. We are dropping this on the 31st, but today is March 20th. It's sunny out. Um, I'm excited about that. Um, uh, daylight
1: uh, saving uh, time just saved us. Huh? Like <laughs> it, it changes everything.
0: It changes changes everything. everything. It saved us. But it's also like last week, I was super disoriented. Just I I feel like everyone is when they lose the hour. But it's always nice to to have that sunshine at 6 7pm. All right, so we're at the end of March. It coincides with the release of our March April issue of the magazine. And so Nick is actually in this issue um, as our under the lights q&a. Nick, the dank bean counter, which I think is awesome. I want to talk about your name because I didn't actually know that that was yeah. your real name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so I want to get into a little bit more depth about your background, your brands, and products, some of the stuff that we didn't cover in the magazine. And I also want to talk about Bud Tenders. So this is uh, Bud Tender Appreciation Week put on by Tether Community Marigold uh, by Mar- Marigold Marketing. And so, yeah, Tether Bee Week is March 20th to the 26th. So we're celebrating that uh, grow opportunity. We just launched a new column called Behind the Counter. Uh, so we'll get to that. I've got a question from a fantastic bud tender out of Windsor. Uh, so yeah, Nick.
1: Yeah, firstly, I just want to share some love to all the bud tenders out there. Um, they, they're the they're the first responders out there in the in this industry, and you know it's a, it's a, it's definitely a hard industry to to navigate, but they're doing a great job, and uh, you know we couldn't do this without them. So thank you to every single bud tender out there in uh, Ontario. Um, yeah, so my name is Nick Sosiak. I'm the CFO of Canara Biotech. Um, going, if you want to just dive down into the name, <laughs> Nico Dank, uh, the Dank bean counter we just <laughs> came up with. <laughs> um, so actually my birth name is, uh, Nikola danko I'm Ukrainian. Um, and, uh, I've always loved cannabis, uh, ever since I was, uh, a young lad, call it. <laughs> um, it just, you know, I, I found a, a special, bond with it in terms of it allowed me it it allowed me to uh, achieve a lot of success uh, in my um, in my education and my career uh, because I used it as a tool like a, how I call it is a carrot on the stick um, is you know after every exam every time I needed to study any hard event that I had to go through um, I didn't do it high, but um, I, I did the event. I worked myself to make sure I did it as best as I can, um, and then I rewarded myself with a big fat uh, blunt. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of how I got into cannabis. Um, I had a bunch of friends that you know were in the uh, legacy um, days, uh, growing their business, and I watched them. You know, I learned from them. Uh, but I just found a fascination with the culture and the market, uh, especially in the U.S. The the, the 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 genetics, the flavors, the marketing behind it. It it, it was very unique because it's, it's not like the Canada, it's not like the alcohol industry, it's not like the uh, tobacco industry. There's so many nuances to it, and for some reason, I just had a passion to it. I just love to learn it, and I'm the type of person that when you when I put my mind to it, I have to go all in. Uh, which is a reason why I didn't do uh, anything in the le- legacy days. Cause I knew if I was going to do it, it'd be pretty big. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to do that. So, uh, so I just watched, I learned and uh, I was good at school. Um, so I became an accountant. Uh, I was good with numbers, uh, numbers really easy for me. Um, so I did my undergrad. I did, uh, you know, I studied at Concordia McGill. I got my CPA degree and then I, I started working at a real estate company and um legalization happened in Canada. And I was like, shh, this is my time. <laughs> this is my time to bring, you know, try to get into the industry from a professional standpoint, but then bring my, you know, 20 years of life experience of my daily use. And, you know, I always try to find the best cannabis, the best item to use the best papers, the best bong, the best this, the best battery. So, you know, and it takes me a lot of time to to get through things and tests and money and all that. So I I, I built a huge background in, in 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 just product use and product development, just from my personal use, and uh, that's that's you know uh, the legalization happened. I was like, yo, that's that's that is my time. Canara just started getting built. Uh, so this was 2019 where uh, we bought the, they bought the first facility, an indoor 625,000 square foot facility. Uh, they were in my hometown. I was ready to move my whole family to BC, Alberta. I was like, you need know, even work as a janitor in some of these companies. Like, let me just get in and I'll show you what I can do. And uh, thankfully, uh, Canara uh, gave me the, the call to become their VP of finance. Uh, and I just you know, I took the job right away. Uh, did the financial statements in a week and a half, <laughs> built a, the built a finance department in like two months, and then just you know, I went to war, uh, into with uh, in the organization to um bring what I believe and what I see the company being and what I see the industry shaping out to be. Uh, so this is, you know, getting involved in genetics, product development, growing, hang drying, packaging, uh, how we did the distribution, the sales and marketing. So, uh, you know, little by little every day, just going battling every single objective and, and you know, getting buy in from the rest of the team. My partner, so our Krivarot, who's the CEO and, uh, you know, there's not many CEOs in the industry who's a master grower, but he's he's our master grower. He's in the facility eight hours a day, both facilities, making sure that our crops are consistent. And that's why we're able to produce tribal uh, nugs and orchid are able to produce that consistency uh, batch over batch uh, because you know we're so involved and passionate about it. He's on the grow side. I'm not much of a grower. Uh, but i'm the one that's choosing the genetics uh giving them testing them out building the brands building the distribution um so with me and him tag teaming and then our our vps and the rest of our team here at canara we're we're just able to execute very fast uh consistency and with you know always quality in mind if a batch is no good well we, we throw it out we don't use it and uh that's that's kind of how i got into canara and then you know just One big thing I found about cannabis, you know, we're a public company, we're large scale. So I didn't want to be categorized in that bucket uh, with the cannabis consumer because of the amount of attention, love, like we're, we're big, we're a company, we're public, uh, but you know, we put as much passion and love into our product as a, as a micro. So that's where I, I decided to, you know what, I have to be the face of the company um, I have to make sure that people see transparently what the company is doing, what we're doing inside, what, what brands are we building and what, you know, the five-year plan or two to five-year plan is for the brands and, and for the consumers and for the industry as a whole, because we're the ones shaping it. Right. So it's, it's, it's every product I create is shaping the industry going totally. forward. So that's kind of where, I, you know, uh, I, I started being very, very involved in social media. Uh, my, uh, Instagram is Nico Dank and that comes it was actually a funny story is uh, people in the in the office one uh, my guy called me uh, nicknamed me Nico Dank and um, i was like you know that that's actually a really cool name and then
0: yeah.
1: and then the night of i'm i'm just thinking i'm like that's that's just an exact play on words on my on my birth name right then it just so happened to 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 come out to be um, and then the bean counterpart as well <laughs> i'm I'm, a, I'm an accountant so uh, and I'm the genetic
0: Exactly. You know,
1: like when I was counting, I count seeds every time and I'm like looking through the seeds, which seeds do I pop here? Which seeds do I pop there? So uh, it's, it's, it's really cool to kind of put that name together. But, um, you know, I I eat, breathe, live this stuff. uh, And it's, it's just every day I work so hard, you know, countless hours a day um, to get these products out and to build the vision for us uh and
0: you do and it shows and before we get to the products how did you get involved with uh exotic mike and exotic genetics how did that all come into being and then also um why do you think that it was it's beneficial for lps to partner with uh with breeders
1: so exotic genetics was one of the like, when i was you know in the market and and finding you know selecting genetics or even before that just consuming genetics there's a couple of breeders out there that always caught my mind in turn or caught my eye in terms of they had that repeat, you know, consistent putting out different genetics, new flavors that were always hits. Um, and there's only a few, let's call them artists because they are essentially mm-hmm. artists, you know, breeding two plants to create different flavors, creating a name, creating a marketing campaign behind it. Um, you know, there's art behind it and, and it's not something that you can, and especially uh, the culture uh, gives them credit for that. Right. So, you know, I didn't want to, I, I want to bring what we were doing in the, in the legacy market to the legal market. I want to respect the culture. So, you know, we're not, we've never done breeding in the past and we're not going to pretend to start breeding in the next uh, five years and come up with, you know, these amazing genetics when people have been doing it for 25 years, but we're good growers. So, so this kind of led me, you know, when we were doing our first pheno hunt, trying to figure out which, you know, which is the first type of genetics, uh, you know, I, I took from a roster of my three, four favorite uh breeders and those exotic genetics just kept hitting like the gelato mint was our first one and and that one just went like haywire uh galactic wrench just came out we have slaps we have power Sherb. um so they just kept hitting in terms of from a market perspective as well as from a consumer perspective uh sorry from a, an operations perspective in terms of yield in terms of TAC, and all that right um so you know what i was like I, I I need I I want to bring that, I want to have that consistent repeatable experience over and over again. So that's kind of where my idea was like you know what we have to bring a breeder into the partnership so that they can help us build understand the genetics. It's not just you know popping a seed and, and seeing if it grows. It's understanding uh which flavor profile we're going for even before that because the phenol hunt process takes about a year. Uh, and it takes about three to four hundred thousand dollars to um, to to build out. So you really have to, you know have a good plan at the beginning and not just shoot from the hip and wait a year because <laughs> you don't have that year uh, in this industry. Mm-hmm. Genetics have a life cycle of six months. so you you have to be on your game of changing your genetics and updating your genetics every six months. Uh, and um, that's you know, so, Exotic Mike was definitely, Exotic Gen X was definitely my number one breeder that I wanted to attack because it was there from, he was there from the beginning. He had that reputation and it also worked amazing in our facility. Uh, so it was Amir just reaching out on, on uh, Discord, actually. Uh, yeah. Discord one late evening, just uh, he runs a really, really hot, uh, hip uh, Discord uh, where he has giveaways and all kinds of things going on. Uh, we actually have a discord to Canara for bud tenders and, and, and our, and our, st- uh, staff as well as our, uh, c- uh, customers. So it's a, it's a place where people can come in, uh, and interact directly with my staff, no, no filters. Uh, we, we show pictures of our grow. We show pictures of a product. You're allowed to yeah. share a product. So um, that's open to the general public. It's open to bud tenders. We have a special section for bud tenders. If they have questions for us, uh, we have swag giveaways on that discord. Um, so for me, discord was a great tool to reach out to Mike, uh, have a, a natural conversation and create an opportunity that was, you know, never imaginable, you know, even from cold calling. I don't know. It's just because we're both in there. It, 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 broke a lot of barriers um, and we were able to just hit it off right away. He saw the opportunity I, uh, and, and we're like, okay, let's just let's, let's make this a thing. Let's be exclusive partners in Canada so no one runs your gear. We represent exotic genetics and, and then there's, there's so much future opportunity. Are we going to do exotic genetic seeds here in Canada? Um, are we going to bring out a brand exotic genetics uh, are we going to go to the u.s with exotic genetics right. there, there's 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 a lot of opportunity with that and uh, he's become a partner it's been working out and uh, uh, we're we're extremely happy of that decision and i just recommend you know any lp to to consider that because we're not the artists in the industry and um, it's, it's short-lived so you, you need that step ahead too.
0: yeah uh, for sure let's talk about your brands. Okay. So which one, which one came out first? I know Tribal's probably probably um, the most popular at the moment. And that has a lot to do with your vape carts and your, your battery manufacturing and all of that. So I want to talk about that. I also want to talk about Happle because I only saw it briefly last time and I just love it. So yeah, <laughs> take it away.
1: Yeah, Share. So uh, Tribal, Nugs, Orchid, all three brands were created at the same time, equally in mind. Uh, quality was not a per- an aspect of all three brands. It's, what do these brands mean to me regardless of the quality of cannabis? Cause that's the quality of cannabis coming from the grower, which is us. And they all three brands are going to have that. So tribal for me is more of a wide capture net for more, both enthusiasts, cannabis enthusiasts, as well as new entrants, because I focus on the genetic and I keep it in a very simple program to offer the products. Um, so tribal all about pheno hunting you know, that's where your exotic genetics come into play. Like we want to bring 10 genetics a year, new genetics a year to the market. Um, and tribal, it's it's not easy to find genetics that hit. Uh, you have to plant a lot, you have to plant a lot of seeds and a lot, of, find a lot of different phenos to find the one that really is a diamond in the rough um so it's a long process and tribal is just there committed you know willing to spend that cash to find the next best genetic um and my goal is to have tribal you know 20 different genetics all across indica sativa hybrids uh across main terpene profiles so a combination of carefully terpeneed uh, uh, osamine uh, terpeneline have a huge array of that and and then offer them in four very consistent formats which is dry flower three and a half pre-rolls, five five 5.6 uh, gram pre-rolls. Again, little nuances of detail okay. here. We put an extra point 0.1 gram in the joint. Um, didn't charge the customer that because every time I smoked the point 0.5, I always left that point 0.1 at the tip because it was done like that's where the ashes fall and like you always lose that 0. one at the that's tip
0: that's amazing <laughs> so
1: so I gave that one back to the customer and you know if you decide to smoke all 0. 0.6 well great for you if not you still you get your full point
0: five. that's incredible and I want to liken that to something that's totally off topic but my grandmother used to give us checks for Christmas and she would she would give us like 100 or 200 bucks but then she would give us the tax on top of that <laughs> so <was> just like, <laughs> yeah. so That's the, awesome. yeah so it's the exact same as what you're saying that's so funny
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So dried flower, pre-roll forms, live resin vape cart. So same flavor that you get on the dried flower, but on the go, live resin vape cart. And then dabble extracts, live resin dabble extract. So let's say, you know, you want a hybrid indica. You want some mint flavor. You don't smoke, but you vape. You got gelato mint vape. And then you can go through very easy to navigate structure across all products you and I haven't seen that before. Where you know I've always smoked genetics. I was like, oh, imagine this was in resin form, in vape cart form, or this or that. That's 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 no longer a question. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come to travel, you get the genetic. Just depends on what you like. If you like all four, then you smoke all. Four. <laughs> um, nugs, nugs is uh, is my baby also. Uh, nugs, uh, you know that that was tribal was uh, kind of constituted ahead of me entering into company. Um, in terms of the branding and all that, um, I still love it and I, 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 attach to it and it's my, it's my first baby, but, uh, Nugs has a special thing in my heart because, uh, the, when I came in, uh, it was a different brand, um, totally different brand. Uh, and I just, I couldn't sleep at night. Like I, I was just the VP finance and I just, this brand just couldn't make me sleep at, like, I, I just didn't see the vision for it. Um, and then I just, uh, you know, I encourage everyone. I think I've told this on another podcast, but 99design.com. Late at night, I just went to, you know, 99design. I am I, I, I know how to use Photoshop, but I'm, you know, I'm not a designer by any means. And I just went on 99design and said I had to come up with a brand. I came up with Nugs but then I was looking, I I needed a logo to really like give it the the color and bring it to my executive team and, you know, over the marketing team and just be like, this is what we need. Who's the VP finance bringing this stuff? You know, this is when I just started. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, uh, I late at night did the, did the loaded, you know, put in the description Nugs logo, you know, I want Cali vibes, uh, take, take inspiration from cookies, take inspiration Mm. from jungle boys. Um, and all that stuff, and then woke up the next morning. Uh, username Hambaz. I remember in respect to Hambaz out there, wherever you are, I'll find you. Um, and that logo was just staring me in the face. The nugs, which is that one right there. Um, and yeah, I was like, yo, this is it. And I brought it the next morning to the executive team. I'm like, guys, can you consider this? And gave the whole spit uh, spiel behind it and. It's here today. So, Beautiful. Uh, so that's that. And Nuggs is, is, is your legal drug dealer is, is like, you know, used to go, uh, you haven't always had that drug dealer that you could always rely on in the, in the legacy days. You never knew what he had though. He always had random stuff, but he, you know, he had a great deal. Um, he had all kinds of assortments, you know, depending on you open this briefcase and this stuff and you have all kinds of different things. And that's what Nuggs is. It's just fun bringing that inspiration to it. So, You know, we have uh, a lot, we have rosin in there. We have hash, uh, we have uh, dried flower in 3.5. We have 28 gram. We have big pre-roll packs in like fry packs like this. (laughs) Um, We just got all kinds of different things that can get more creative in nugs. Um, Yellow is really the color that, you know, we're we're standing behind, yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's just trying to bring value, even more value than tribal. So tribal, you know what you're getting, you're looking for exactly what you're getting. And then you go to nugs, which is your legal drug market, uh, your legal dealer, um, getting all this cool, uh, cool stuff. Um, you know the strain arts. We can be very playful in the strain art um, and all that. Uh, compared to tribal, which is more based on color, right, where we choose certain yeah. colors and that represents the genetic. Um, you know tribal also. This is a little tidbit for you, but if it's in, in prog- uh, progress, is every genetic is going to have a set environment, um, which is going to be translated into artwork, VR, and different things. So if you think of gelato mint, you're thinking of Iceland, you're thinking of like a very tundra environment where you know things are going to be pretty wacky in there. Um, but it's going to just give some inspiration to to tribal um tribal slogan is uh enjoy the journey explore the destination so enjoy the journey meaning by enjoy the vaping experience the smoking experience in letting your body there go there and then explore the destination in terms of wherever you're doing just get into it right so that's where the environment artwork and all that vr stuff comes uh, which it. is going to come into play uh, and then orchid CBD, that's our more of our CBD wellness brand. So we have our main genetic out there, which is CBD runs again in exotic genetics. It's, it's really, it took us almost two years to to pheno hunt that one because wanted to find a genetic that smoked like a THC genetic, but, you know, didn't have that full 20, 30% T, uh, THC so uh our cbd runs has 15 percent cbd 10 percent thc it's almost 25 plus plus two percent two to three percent terps and it's just a really good you know all day kind of weed to to, mm-hmm. to help you uh get through the day and um that's right now what we have for orchid kind of same concept for orchid with tribal it's going to focus on genetics cbd based genetics and then offer them in the same formats in addition to other wellness formats. So cosmetics, oh, uh, cool. creams, um, and oils down the line.
0: That's great. Yeah. So your topicals and stuff. So um, the vape carts, so the battery. So how did that all happen? There, it's Yokan, It was them. Like what? what's going on there?
1: Yeah. So Yocan uh, Uni Pro uh, has been a battery that's been out for, I'll say like eight years, nine mm-hmm. years, maybe even 10 years. Uh, I remember grabbing my hands on it when I was trying to find vape batteries and I was, you know, going through all kinds of vapes, trying to figure that out in the very early days. You know, it's always that same thing with the batteries. You burn your carts, you uh, you don't get the experience. They're in the pen, so they break off. Uh, they they They're always needing to charge. It's just, it was a really shitty experience. Um, And then I just kept on looking for better batteries. I probably have a graveyard. I'll show you my stash one day. It's just graveyard of these (laughs) batteries. But then this Uni Pro, uh, it was, got it for like 29 bucks. And that, that thing lasted me like five years, charging, going through it. Like it was a tank. And even when I joined this company, I was using that battery. No one even saw it. No one even knew what it was. And I'm just using this battery. It's five five years old. It looks like crap. It's all banged up. And then when I you know kind of got into the product development, like my goal is just like because I I I take so much time to find the best of the best product. Uh, personally, um, my goal is just to do incorporate I like what I get in my everyday life or use of my best tools in my everyday life and bring it to consumers so that they don't have to. Spend all the money I spent on these useless things that I went through or this, you know, bad experiences. So I'm taking, you know, I'm taking the beatings out there for you guys (laughs) and trying to bring you the good, good. Um, but that's that's where Yokan came into play. I was like, this is the best battery. I'm making vape carts. I need a battery. Uh let me call Yokan. Uh called Yokan. You know, this is what chat chats at like three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning for like months and months and months um and just saying like look believe in my business I want whatever I do is I want exclusivity like I I want to make sure that whenever I do something it's it's the best of the best and no one can copy me and people know that for me right so so I went to try I went to them got you know said I want to take your uni pro um they had a 2.0 version which just just came out about a year ago um and not released in Canada yet um which was a full Basically, it's uh, the same battery that w- I used to have, uh, same one, uh, but full metal uh, zinc alloy. So the weight, the feel, this, yeah. is, this is not going to get banged up anymore, right? So even after five years, this thing's going to look beautiful. Um, they lower down the temp. So you have full, full dial range from 1.8 to 4.8 volts by 0.1 volt increment um, and uh, USB-C charging and all that. So they had upgraded all kinds, wasn't available in Canada said you know let's 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 do the deal and bring it to canada and and you know brand our our stuff as tribal uh so we got the deal they believed in us and you know we're probably we sold a lot of batteries uh, so far and um you know we we're, we're going to continue parting, partnering with them and bring in um even better batteries and different contraptions that are you know i'm and uniquely with them for different products that i can dial in perfectly and then once it's ready bring it out to the market um so it's a great relationship to have and um yeah they trusted us uh in terms of you know being a good partner and i think it's 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 all worked out so far
0: great and then the last one the haple is that is that under nugs
1: yeah so the haple uh the nugs haple yeah. again life experience um <laughs> so i'm not an old school hash smoker at all um or you never wasn't um, But you know, I was highly involved when when we uh, decided to make some hash. I was like, okay, well, we have to make some hash. The there's a big clientele for it. Um, I needed to be the best of the best, so I started smoking a bunch of hash, and it was a <laughs> you know, it wasn't the best experience I found, like with uh, the hot knives or yeah, like yeah. The, the bowl or like this and that. It was just like it was messy, and I don't know, it, it wasn't it wasn't the best. So, um, but I got to taste. You know all kinds of various hashes and to see which one was the best of the best and which is yeah. the lowest one and all that and then brought that R&D into the company with me and the CEO and the rest of the team and r and D for months and months and months to figure out how to make the best hash um then we you know we made it old school hash uh, where we sell that in Quebec and in Ontario as well different blends that um it's close to yeah rotates every every week we change the blends in it and uh one day or don't remember exactly who it was, but they gave me a apple. I tried our old school hash on it, and I just felt like a million bucks smoking that <laughs> thing. Like you're sitting in your lounge chair, and yeah, you, you know that feels like a you know a gentleman's pipe, and uh, you yeah, see yeah. this, you see the smoke just like t- taking you know you, there's no work at all for that time. It was a whole hour sesh for that like one snake. Uh, it's shareable. Uh, it was a fun experience. I was like, all right, now I have to find this person. So <laughs> I found uh, I found Mr. Dave Rowe. Dave Rowe out of an Ontario glass, uh, local glass blower. Nice. He's been making uh, happles uh, for uh, quite a long time. So it turned out to be a, you know, a pretty good distribution already in Ontario, but he was doing it all himself. Um, and uh, yeah, I was like, Dave, I love your happle <laughs> This is Nugs. I have old school hash. I wanna I want to buy all your apples and let's figure out distribution Oops. and um, that's that was the deal on that and uh, now we're just working together and again, I, I want to bring people like-minded people on my team that can help generate ideas, you know however it is, get them involved, bring the legacy market to the legal market um, get them involved and and yeah, if we can bring the fire to the people and it's just a matter of building partnerships that's that's where what what I think we're here to do.
0: Yeah, and that's what you excel at and and it shows and and yeah, huge rec- uh recognition in the industry so it's awesome. Um Thank anything you. else about yeah, for sure, anything else about the uh the brands or the products before we just change gears over to this bud tender question I've got for you.
1: I guess uh, what's pretty cool coming out in the next uh uh month, uh, we have some uh, uh our galactic rents uh, dabble extract. Uh, you know galactic rents was a is a great hitter in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um so the extract is coming out um, we have our PowerShare vape as well coming out, our triple vape coming out. Uh, we launched these um, wraps, which are really, really took me a while to figure out. You know, I wanted a blunt. I like blunts. Uh, the, the, the concept of um, uh, having blunt paper, which is tobacco and tobacco leaf and all that is not allowable here in Canada. So we were limited to hemp wraps. And every hemp wrap that I've ever smoked on the market just didn't give me that experience. So it was a four to five month research of testing. God knows how many wraps and blunts and things I smoked. But I did find that wrap that was like, wow, this is as close as possible as we're going to get to blunts, glass filter tip. uh, You know, I colored the tip, tip yellow. Uh, you have a cigar band around it, which is Nugs Yellow. Nice. Um, it's a one gram uh, wrap, so it just feels nice in the hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's, launching, that's launched already in flow through, and it's just starting to pick up steam right now. So um, look out for that product as well. Um, yeah, and then we've just got a lot lot more in store in the coming months. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we definitely were just getting started.
0: Um, how many provinces are you selling in?
1: We are in Quebec, Ontario, Saskatchewan. Um, and BC. Nice. Definitely much, much more, we we'll call it 90% in Ontario and Quebec with a, yeah. just starting to build out our BC and Saskatchewan market mm-hmm. a, and just recently got uh, accepted into Alberta. So we'll be launching there in, uh, in April and May.
0: Congratulations.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: Um, and also you mentioned the last time we chatted that you had a new genetic coming out. What was the one that you're most excited about? Oh yeah,
1: the, yeah. Um, there's, there's a bunch of coming in, but the most <laughs> one is uh, is one called Jigglers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's yeah, it's strawberries and cream. Uh, you get it from the grow room, you get it from a dry pull, you get it from the smell, you get it on the exhale, all the way through. It's it's gonna like again, it's not a it's not it's not a genetic that's gonna put you on the on on your on your you know on your couch and knock you out of your your socks. Yep. Um, but it's call it, it's, it's my gelato mint, you know, kind of high, but with strawberries and cream that flavor profile, I've never really experienced, um, at that intensity. Uh, so I'm just, I'm all, I'm a flavor chaser. Definitely. That's one of my ones that I'm looking out for.
0: Sounds fantastic.
1: Uh, can't, can't wait for vapes and extracts and that thing. But, um, yeah, we're working on that. And then I got a bunch of other ones, which is just like pure gas. Um that's, for, <laughs> that's the ones that are gonna put you on your on your yeah. on your couch. So I got I got something for everyone.
0: Perfect. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. So today's March 20th. It is the start of B week. Um I did an interview with Elise Davenport. She is a bartender in Windsor at Cloud Nine. Or sorry, I lied, Cloud 29. Uh she manages she manages one location and then she does the ordering for three of the stores. I think one of them's in London. Um yeah, so um i so we were chatting and i asked her specifically one question so i'll read verbatim what i said and what she said so i asked her what's one question you might have for a grower or an lp she said as a grower what is the cultivar you would most want to grow if there wasn't a worry about yield or price or thc percentage she goes on to say the girl you love the one that got away that's what i want to know she said "Um, i hope those come back because there's so many girls out there that are lost only because they only hit 14 or 15 or 16%, but they're, but they're still beautiful. So what's, what's the one that you wish you could grow, but just don't have the capacity for due to the the market conditions.
1: That's a great question. Uh, we deal with a lot of ladies here. Um, <laughs> we deal with a lot of ladies. Um, I'm sure there's going to be many more that are going to get lost. Um, yeah. You know, cause we're, we're so involved in the phenol hunt process. I would say, there wasn't, there hasn't been a specific genetic that got away, um, but there has been a specific phenol oh. that got away. Uh, so a pheno and a genetic is different. Genetic is call it, uh, in this case, it was my Turple genetic. So we have a pheno out there um, for Turple, which hit the, hits the 20 to 24% THC, has 2% terpenes, uh, you know, great smoke, great flavor profile, like it passed all the tribal kind of criteria checklists. But there was another phenol of, of, of turple that was like 12%, 14% THC. I don't think we tested the Terps, but like the the orange, because the turple has this like a orange juice freshness, like Tropicana orange juice kind of in the morning. And that just came out so much on this, uh, on this phenol. Um, to the point where like the when we washed it, the the um, the water of the, the hash was so orangey red um, because of the flavonoids that was in, in that one. They look like almost grape juice, orange juice that, you know, probably can bottle up and resell <laughs> as well, too. Yeah, I guess that one would be the one that got away.
0: I love it. I love it. And is there anything? This is just like a another another one, an extension of that. Is there one from like the legacy or something that you remember from your childhood or or your adolescence? Sorry, or you know, early adulthood that was your favorite?
1: Yeah. Well, you just went down memory lane there. <laughs> um, I remember one just because it got me really, really toasted um, when I was younger, <laughs> um, and it just hit the uh, you know the uh, the birth uh, home strings. It's called Chernobyl. <laughs> wow yeah yeah. so and it it came in this and that's where i got actually the tuna can concept now thinking about it um it came in a tuna can nice
0: um
1: i was always like i always bought my weed in tuna cans because that was for me like where i got like i always got in bags and all that but like when i started buying and finding the right the right source kind of thing it ended up in tuna cans and it was like it was always a you know flavor town uh, every time you open that can and the pop yeah. when you you know you, you that pop instead of seeing that in the plastic bag it's just that oh, experience man. was just there right so so that i think that triggered some heartstrings that it came in that tuna can the pop uh i remember the artwork that they did on the chernobyl with the you know the chernobyl reactor cores and all this and like it's blowing up and all that uh and then you open the can this frosty nugs that's just like pure gasoline <laughs> and then you, you smoke it and it just like wrecks you. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I love it. I love
0: it. That's amazing. Cool. Thank you so much, Nick. Nico, like no this right. has been so much fun. Um, yeah. Any any final thoughts or words for for our uh, listeners?
1: We're gonna keep doing canaras here to stay. Uh, Tribal orchid nugs we're here to stay. Um, you know we love the amount of love that uh, we get. We're getting out in the market. We really want to shape the industry. How i want to shape the industry how i used to see it in the legacy days right yeah. uh, it's not fun for the consumer to go and all kinds of products and they, it's like playing russian roulette where you have a 20 percent chance of getting something that's decent that shouldn't be it. it's people's money that they're spending so that's why we're price conscious um even the batteries like we didn't go into it but like the i think i'd sell it right now though regular plastic one with all the bell, no bells and whistles is twenty nine ninety nine. my battery is $34.99. so anything I do is like it has to be affordable mm-hmm. um it has to like yeah it has to be affordable so that people can enjoy it and and then the quality it has to be as best quality as I can and sometimes you know we take the L in terms of the the price the price versus quality ratio but I think that's that's kind of how we're building the company is we're, we're passing those wins to the consumer
0: mm-hmm. they,
1: they deserve it the bud tender deserve it too because i mm-hmm. can imagine being a bud tender and you know people are relying on you either for recreational or medical even purpose and they're coming to you for guidance and then you have to play russian roulette with them and it's I no i've never met somebody that played russian roulette and had fun so um yeah so that's i guess what we're we're, we're saying here um we're here to stay we want to show a bunch of love we do our uh, we're very involved in the, the kind events there's a bunch of kind events that are industry events in ontario mm-hmm. uh there's one in the summer and one in the in the winter um so we try to you know focus on those events to bring the vibe and the party and you know just uh give back to the people um the blood tenders of ontario so watch out for uh, those events coming up. And other than that, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, Nico Dank, N-I-K-O-D-A-N-K. You can email me, DM me, call me anytime. I'm very reachable. Uh, I love this stuff. Thank you, Haley, very much for your time.
0: Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you for joining the podcast, for being in the print magazine. We will also attach the uh the Swag Shop uh, discount code or the subscription link for uh, the discount for butt tenders. And I'm sure I will see you around. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for tuning in today. If you haven't already, check out our latest issue on growopportunity.ca, where you might also subscribe to our weekly e-newsletter. Be sure to give us a follow on social. And again, I'm your host, Haley Nagasaki. We'll see you next time.